Recovery is stupendous. Achievable. Hope. Freedom. 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 Empowering. It's unique to everyone. It's a journey, not a destination. Getting a new lease on life. Finding restoration after you fall down. Recovery is having the freedom to enjoy life. For me, it was finding a way to really love myself. My recovery is possible in part because of my own sense of purpose. Hello and welcome to Recovery Talks podcast on Facebook Live. I'm Jim Haney. Bill Devil, mentoring and membership coordinator. Welcome again to another episode. Today, Bill and I are going to be talking about systems change and the kinds of things that we got going on at MPN relating to systems change. Kind of a different topic for us. We've been doing a lot of recovery, very, very recovery spoke focus, toolboxy kind of stuff, don't you think, Bill? Yeah, pretty heavy on that lately. Yeah, yeah. So we thought we would change it up, do something different. We have a legislative session coming up. There's a lot of events going on at MPN relating to systems change. Yes, there there are a lot of things. We have our PAL program, but maybe before we get into what we can offer or how we can help with systems changes. Maybe we can talk a little bit about how does a system change come up? And once once you recognize something that's not working, whether whether it's a legislative change or a legislative law or a policy or an agency thing that's going on, what, what do you do with that? Where do you go with that? And and how do you identify it? So maybe we can start there a little bit and then work our way through what we have in place for those things. Yeah, I, I think I'll use a, an example, tangible example. So maybe in your community, you since, okay, um, maybe you noticed in the last few months, six months or so, you don't have a crisis stabilization center in your community anymore. You used to have one. And then when COVID hit, it shut down. Now this has happened. This is a real. This is a real thing. This is a real thing happening in Montana. So I'm in said community, whatever community, and I notice, wow, I don't have that. Maybe I used the stabilization center early in my recovery. Maybe I needed to go there. It helped me out. Now I notice, you know, a neighbor or something tried to go, but nope, they're closed. So what do we do? You know, how do you address that? That's a that's a good topic fairly common because it's happening in a lot of communities, right? Right. So, you know, you can go on your own. You you can call the agency that used to run it and you can say, hey, what happened to the crisis center? And they're going to say, well, you know, COVID hit and we had to close it down. And that's probably all they're going to say. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> that's, that's probably all that they're going to say to you. So, you know, if you're like me, that's probably not a, an okay answer. That's not really what I'm looking for here, right? So where do, where do people go? You know, where, where are we going? Well, we don't know. So, uh, you know, anyway, so what do you do? Well, you know, getting together with other people, and we talk about this in our PAL series, you brought that up. We have one module called Fostering Partnerships. So. Part of this, you have to connect with other people, like-minded people. Right. You're not the only person who probably noticed the crisis center closed. 
For sure. I know here in my community, it's still closed. Yeah. Right. Still closed. Yeah. Um, and, and, and where are these people going and what's happening with them? Right. Did everybody just not be in crisis anymore? Right. Right. There's no more crisis going on, you know, right? So, so you got to get together with other people, other like-minded people, other people who are asking the same question. So where can you do that? And this is where NPN, this is the role we play, right? We're not a service provider. We don't run a crisis center. We don't run services, but advocacy, this is, this is one of the things that we do, but we need our members to come forward and attend the membership call, you know, if you're a member at large, every month we have a call and you can bring that topic and you can say, hey, in my community, our crisis center's closed. It's been closed. I called and they said, well, COVID and we closed it and yada, yada, yada. You know, you're probably going to find other people on that call who say, oh yeah, that happened in my community too. Yeah. So it's so it's super important to become involved yeah. um, when when there's an issue inside your community and and, you know, you know, you've knocked on the first door and you've asked the agency, why isn't our crisis center open? And they don't give you a valid answer. They just say COVID. Right. There is a platform for you to be able to have your voice heard. Right. And, and so it's important if numbers speak. If we have, if we have, you know, 10 people in Butte, Montana on a membership call saying we need a crisis center, mm -hmm. we get to hear that at MPN and we get to move that forward through the different platforms that we have at MPN. Same thing for Kalispell or Great Falls or Glasgow or wherever it is in the state. I mean, we're a statewide organization. Right. We have members all throughout the state. And that's why we're here. That's why we exist. Let your voice be heard. Right. Our membership has power and influence in being able to solve some of these crisis situations that happen in our community. Yeah. Like we, we had a couple of months ago, a certified peer support specialist called and said, hey, I'm having an issue with my employer making me administer medication. Am I supposed to be doing that? And so this was the first call. So I listened within, within a couple days and Bill, you, you, you had the same thing happen to you, right? Like someone else called you a different peer supporter. Yeah. Then we got another call and another peer supporter came forward. And so we took this issue to one of our committees and we have a behavioral health peer support specialist committee that works on workforce issues. This is a workforce right. issue. Right. And so they've been meeting and they've been meeting for a while working on this. And it's a select, a select group of peer supporters. I think there's seven total and they're from all over the state and they work for different companies and different experiences. And so, you know, they're getting ready to take some action, some really strong advocacy action about, about this. And they've been, They've been talking about it. They've done research. They've contacted the state. They've contacted the Board of Behavioral Health. You know, this is another platform to bring issues to so it can be discussed. And what they found is, oh, wow, there's a whole bunch of people who are having the same issue. It's not just one or two people. There's a bunch of peer supporters. Yeah. And that's why, that's why when 
whether whether you're a consumer or employed as a peer, if if there's something that is just rubbing you the wrong way and it, and it's consistent, that's why we encourage your voice. Um, right. It's super important. Now you can just sit back and oh, that's just the way it is. But but in this particular example, one person came forward. And then another person came forward. And then we realized that this wasn't just a, a community issue or an agency issue. This was a statewide situation where right. our peers that were employed had an issue with it and had concern. Right. Um, and, and so don't be afraid to, to step up to the plate, right. join the exactly. member call, um, we take notes, we pass those notes along, we, we take right. these things serious and, 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 and we work through it. And, right. and one of the things that I wanted to say about that is, yeah. is the longer you wait to say something, the longer the change takes to happen. Because these changes, we just don't get to snap our fingers and oh, poof, there it is, it's all, all better. It, it takes time and effort and dedication um, to be able to to establish yes. change in a system that's been there yeah. for a while. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And and I think, you know, as the as the director, you know, sometimes people come to me with issues and it is an isolated issue. Right. right? But when we get five, six, 10 people, you know, then it's like, whoa, right? And so, you know, the board of directors gets involved. We have different committees and so they can begin addressing things. Sometimes we as staff can begin addressing it, but yeah, I mean, these platforms are set up for these purposes and we're asking you as our members get involved. You know, the other place that you can take issues that might be going on in your community is your, your local advisory council. Yeah, I was I was going to mention that too. Yeah, yeah, and so um, that's been even a little bit of challenge, bit of a challenge for people because some of the councils aren't meeting since COVID, right? And so that's a whole bill. You know this, right? Yeah. Like you're doing a lot of work around this, you know. And so that's another one where you know I think we have like thirty four or thirty six. I always forget how many exactly pre COVID LACs around the state. So if you got 50 some counties and you got 36, I mean, most counties have one of these councils, but if they're not meeting, you know, the number is much less. I mean, it might be as low as 25, maybe 20, like we've lost half of them. So that's another, that's another big topic that we're focused on at MPN is getting these councils up and running so that that's another platform for you to go to and bring up issues to be addressed, right? For sure. So that's exactly what the LAC is designed for. It's, it's consumer heavy, and that's where you have the ability to voice what it is that's happening within the behavioral health system that is either working or not working or where there are, are gaps. And, uh, you know, so, our local advisory councils are are important as well. 
and and here at MPN, we want to make sure that those local advisory councils get up and running so that we have a local platform right as well as a state platform to be able to bring these issues and concerns forward i'm excited about our lac and and the steps that are happening to move forward but like jim was saying i've been on it since july and we're we're, we're just starting to make traction on moving forward and so when i say if there's a situation or an issue that you're having with the system speaking up sooner is way more advantageous because it takes time it just doesn't it just just doesn't happen and so i keep on saying that because i'm trying to encourage you to to be confident in in what it is that you're not agreeing with um rocking the boat isn't always a bad thing um it's it's important we're we're the ones that are in the trenches we're the ones that are having to live with what's in place and and so we get to experience it firsthand and if it's not working for us and it's not it's not conducive to recovery and it keeps us stagnant and not moving forward we need to do something different and and Right. And, and speaking up is one of those ways that that can happen. Right. Another way that you can get can get involved, maybe maybe you are an advocate and you want to enhance your skills. We have, and, and we've mentioned this a couple of times today already, but we have the, the PAL series, Peer Advocacy and Leadership Training. And uh, if you go to our website and you look up PAL, you'll see the upcoming trainings and we've broken them in, there's, there's six modules to it. So the first one is intro to recovery. You know, this is about the guiding principles and we're talking about people's different ideas about recovery, kind of what is that? And we get into a little bit about peer support. Mm -hmm. The second one is advanced psychiatric directives. This is a great advocacy tool. You know, anybody who has a diagnosis like myself, I, I think this is, a, this, is, this is something you really need to take a look at, getting yourself an advanced directive so you can have a voice and a choice in your own care. Yeah. Then there's uh, how to be effective on councils and boards. So if you're thinking about one of these LACs, you know, you're going to be on one of these local advisory councils, maybe you want to take this class so you can learn some skills. How can I be effective? Then I mentioned uh, fostering partnerships. How do we build partnerships with others who have similar interests, similar goals? There's development of local affiliates. You know, we're trying to develop affiliates around the state companies that are affiliated with us that have similar mission and vision. And then the last one, which is the culmination of all of these other five trainings, which is peer leadership, taking all of what you've learned and really putting it into something that's very tangible. There's leadership. We talk about leadership styles and levels, and then the taking action part. And how do we take the, that next step? Because leaders, leaders take action. It's not just talk about change. And those trainings are on a rotating basis. So at any month, we've got three or four of those running, and then they just rotate. Right. And we've been running them. We've been running them for quite a while now. We're going to keep on running them. Encourage you to go to the website, check it out and, and register and get involved. For sure. I have, I have had the privilege of taking, I believe I've taken 
three of three of those and and the one the one that sticks out out of the three is how to be effective on on boards mm. you know there's a lot of finesse if i can say you know and i gotta take sure. Sure. just not my point of view into consideration but I, but i have to be willing to listen to others as well because if i don't if i don't listen and i roll my eyes and my body language mm -hmm. just is out of touch with everybody else's when i go to speak and i want to be heard i'm not going to be effective if i haven't given that same respect to the other people in the in that room and so i learned a lot in 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 just being patient yeah. and and acceptive of other people's points of view in the room and and, and that has ha helped me out tremendously yeah learning learning how to um compromise yeah on a council you know like i think it should be this way there's other people they think it should be a different way you know and someone else thinks it should be a different way and trying to find middle ground um, we talk about that in the <clears throat> fostering partnerships one, you know, you, you might not agree with the other person on 90% right. of the issues, but there's 10% yeah. that you do. And you got to find that common ground so you can move forward. Otherwise, if you just focus on the 90% you don't agree with, you can't move forward, right? Well, you can't foster a partner at all. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it just, it just stalls out, you know, and you don't, and you end up feeling really frustrated. So yeah, you know, there's a, there's an art to, you know, being effective on a council, yeah. finding, finding your place, finding your voice, when to speak up, when to listen, and then how to process all of it together uh, uh, for sure. So, yeah, I think, you know, if you're listening as a member, you know, get involved. We need you. We need you involved. Yeah. You know, we're all working really hard and we need more people. <laughs> I mean, we need, yeah. we need more voices at the table. We need more ideas. You might have some wonderful idea out there that just needs to be heard. And we have these platforms, you know, get on the member call, hear about what's going on in other places. I mean, we always have good, really rich conversations on the member call, I think. Yeah, I remember the last member call I I did. We 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 specifically talked about peer support, how to get involved in peer support. People wanted to know where peer support was available in their communities, and and then that that's kind of how that particular call went. And then there was some tips on how to get your certification a little quicker based on other people, you know, trial and error. Um, and so it's a really good platform to bring ideas mm -hmm. and, and troubleshoot. And so mm -hmm. I want to do the same thing that Jim did. Encourage you to become involved. Email us, look at our website, uh, join your local advisory council. If it's not up and running your local advisory council, email us, let us know what's happening in your community so that we can help those things get up and started again. I, I don't know about, about you guys, but you know, during this particular time that we are living through, we are needed more than any other time. And it seems like things have just kind of faded away when yeah. we should be right front and center. And, and at MPN, 
we've been plugging away, doing the same thing that we've always done. We've upticked all of our trainings and, and involvement. Uh, and, and I wish all the other behavioral organizations would have done the same thing rather than yep. kind of, right, right. you know, try not to be too passionate about it because it's like, well, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think they're struggling. I mean, these are difficult times for everybody. So get involved, visit our website. And, and we have a weekly newsletter goes out, The Pulse. If you're not getting the pulse, let us know. Uh, check your bulk email. Sometimes it goes in there. Your 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 junk email. You know, sometimes it goes in there. Maybe we don't have your current email address. Okay, you can email Andy A N D I at mtpeernetwork.org. Let her know. Say hey, I'm not getting the newsletter. Right. I mean, we have lots of information in there, and then there's links on there. You can click on stuff. There's articles, all these meetings and trainings. Um, get involved and uh, keep keep plugging at it, right? Yeah, one more little plug. If, if you've moved and you're an MPN member and you know you've moved since you've signed up, please email me at billmtpeernetwork.org and I will get that stuff updated so right. that when we do send stuff out, you get it. Um, and right. An updated email for sure, like Jim said. Yeah, for sure. For sure. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Recovery Talks on Facebook Live. And we'll catch up with you next time. Thank you, guys. Recovery works and recovery is possible. Recovery works and recovery is possible. Recovery works. Recovery is possible. Recovery is possible. <laughs> recovery works and recovery is possible. Recovery works and recovery is possible. Recovery works and recovery is possible. Recovery.